0: Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to The Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor and cookbook author, and The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutritional medicine, and healthy living, taken from my main podcast, The Doctor's Kitchen Podcast. And if you want to learn how to eat well every day, check out my free recipes, books, newsletter, and download the app at thedoctorskitchen.com. We've spoken on the podcast before about immunology um, and the system and and how it pertains to things like cancer, but also obviously with what's going on right now. I wonder before we go into the main focus of our conversation, we could do almost a bit of a primer around immunology for the folks listening at home. So what do we mean by the immune system and how would we partition it into the the various cell types?
1: You know, we've all got some grasp of of human biology and especially this year, I think we've all kind of come on in, in leaps and bounds. But I think one of the things that's um, perplexing to people is that if I spoke to you about your respiratory system, you'd kind of know I meant lungs. And if I said cardiac, you'd know I meant heart. And if I said central nervous system, you'd know I meant brain. But where does the immune system live? So that's the first kind of confounder because, um, you know, what are we talking about? We're talking about um, the things that white blood cells do to protect you against the outside world, which if you want to be... um, a um, you know, complex animal living on this planet is an enormous challenge. And so obviously those white blood cells, the clues in the name, are um, whizzing about in, in, in your blood. But they're also doing things in quite a kind of complex choreographed way in particular bits of your body. So there's your spleen and your thymus and your lymph nodes and your tonsils and, and all these kind of lymphoid organs where they actually have to kind of get together and talk to each other and make things happen. So that's the first thing to know that it's um you know it's kind of buzzing around your body but sometimes localizing particular places to do fancy things and the other thing that gets us really excited is just you know the sheer complexity of it that you know if i am um, got you to look down a microscope at some blood and we'd separate out separated out the white blood cells it possibly wouldn't look that exciting because um they'd look like little tiny white round blobs of, of you know slightly different shapes and sizes And yet we could then do fancy things to them to um, identify them and and light them up with different colored antibodies. And I'd be able to show you that those things that looked like one type of white blob actually contained populations of tens of thousands of different cells protecting you in different ways with totally different genetic programs. And, Mm. you know, we'd be off. (laughs) And, and broadly speaking,
0: if, we, if you look at the immune system, which you've, you've described, then just to give an idea of the, the the magnitude of it to to the listeners, what what are the the main parts of the immune system?
1: Yeah. So 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 you know, if you were to sort of rewind from my tens of thousands of, of different types. And, you know, get, get, go, go back a little way. There's, there's lots of ways that immunologists like to kind of cut and slice this. But for me, one of the most useful starting points is to talk about some of the cells that look the simplest, the lymph- lymphocytes, which are the little sort of white round ones. And um, they, especially for immunologists, come in two different flavors. Um, so since the 1970s, they've been called B cells and T cells. And the B cells are the ones that make your antibodies. And the T cells make lots of other chemicals, lots of other cytokines, and also are sometimes known as killer cells, because if a virus, or for that matter, cancer is, is, is in your cells, they'll recognize it and they'll kill it and, and stop, it, stop it spreading. We, we mainly get excited about B cells and T cells when we're not getting excited about all the other um, types of of, of of white blood cells, because B cells and T cells are kind of, um, as we've seen in all the discussion over COVID, are kind of solving the problem in different ways, because a B cell can make this kind of soluble molecule, an antibody that whizzes around and soaks up bits of virus, um, hopefully before they can get into your cells and infect you or kill you. And the T cell is doing something slightly different. It's both recognising the virus has got in and making lots of, of stuff to kind of boost the immune response and boost the B cells and get them activated, and it's also saying um, help. I've spotted some viruses actually made it into some cells. It's actually penetrated the defences. Let's kill those cells before it spreads. So it's both of those halves, and you know, like I said, that's um, that's been my life really for the last several decades.